Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be, be with the grief and in the healing, to create space for peace and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi, my friend. Welcome to episode 164, A Simple Way to Look at Grief and Healing. Okay, let's talk about this title. When I say a simple way, I think about how instructive it is to understand things that is not our specialty. For example, I look at the way that a surgeon sees a heart, for example, versus the way that it's taught in elementary school versus the way that I see a heart, which is elementary school level, where I see the graphs and I understand basic things about it, but it helps me understand life. It helps me understand my physical being, knowing that level of information. I don't have to be a surgeon to understand my heart to some level. And so that's what I want to look at today. Let's let's take grief and healing and let's create a very simple, a very simplified model of it so that we can approach it from that simplified way. Not that it's simple, not that the process is simple, just like the human heart is not simple, it's complex, but it works for us. It works for us. Our human heart beats every second, (laughs) it beats all the time to give us life. And we don't have to understand it at the level that a surgeon understands it to take care of our heart or any other part of our body. But having that basic understanding really, really helps. So if you've been here more than a minute, you know I moved from Utah to Tennessee this summer. And in the move, I learned some important lessons that apply to grief. Moving can be a grieving experience. And some moves are more impactful than others, just like some losses are much more impactful than others. I can remember when I moved from Texas to Kentucky, uh, let's see, it was about three and a half years after David and Carrie died, after my daughter and son passed away. And it was a very different move than any move that I had gone through before. Previous moves were hard. I was leaving things behind. I was learning new things. But moving from Texas to Kentucky was extremely challenging for me at the time because I was leaving behind everything that I had known with Carrie and David. They weren't going with us. I wasn't going to be experiencing new memories with them in Kentucky. So it was really difficult for so many reasons. And and I've talked a little bit about that before. And this move to Tennessee, we'll we'll see how things go. I I'm already experiencing 
that feeling of loss, the feeling of groundedness from being in a place where I was very comfortable to being in a place where I'm less comfortable because I, I've only been here for uh, less than a month. So it's finding the footing, figuring things out. But a move is a very different experience than missing or losing someone that we love dearly or going through a painful divorce or estrangement from a close family member or any number of losses that we can experience in life. Moving is impactful. Moving does bring up feelings of grief, but it certainly is not as impactful. And again, it depends on the circumstances. So I want to remind you that we don't compare our grief with other people's grief, but we can definitely compare our own grief. So if I was to look at moving in my own life, it would be a relatively low grief experience compared to the other losses that I've had. And yet I've worked with clients that have moved and the circumstances of the move had created even greater grief than what I've experienced in this move or any previous move. So a reminder, don't compare your grief with other people's grief, but you can compare your grief experiences, and you can see how one would be more impactful than another. So let's look at some of the lessons as I parallel moving and grief. Moving is a grief experience, but it can be a simplified grief experience. So one of the things as I look at moving, moving takes time. Moving takes time, it takes energy, it takes space in the calendar for the work of moving. And anytime I've moved, I've had to look at what my current situation is. Where am I putting my time? Where am I putting my energy? And how can I rearrange my time and energy for space to move? For space for making all the arrangements of a move or packing or cleaning or selling a house or all those things that take time and energy. And we can't just shove it into the calendar, into an already busy calendar. We've got to make space in the calendar for the work of moving. And it's the same with grief. We can't just shove grief onto the back bench of life and they, oh, I'll take care of that when I have a moment. I'm just going to go forward with my life as it is and expect grief to take care of itself. Just like moving, I can't just expect moving to take care of itself. I've got to create the time and the space on my calendar for the work of moving. Just like we have to take the time and make the space in our calendar for the work of grief. Another lesson was, as I move, I get rid of what doesn't serve me. I get rid of, and sometimes I make it easier on myself by getting rid of things that no longer serve my life before I move. So I'm not using my energy, my time, my resources to move things 
that I'm not even going to want when I get there. Now, how does that parallel grief? When we're grieving, we tend to examine our life and say, what have I believed up to this point that's no longer serving me? What have I believed about myself? What have I believed about the relationship that has changed and shifted because of the loss? What am I wanting to let go of that no longer serves me? What belief do I want to let go of that no longer serves me? The other thing that I do when I'm moving is I hold on to what fits. So when I get, and as I've gotten to Tennessee and we've moved into our new house, furniture fits differently in a new house, in a you know different house than it does in the house that we came from. And so I've had to look at what still fits, what still fits in my new surroundings? How am I going to use what I have in my new surroundings? I'm going to use it differently than I used it previously because everything has changed. For example, in, and if you've seen, if you've been on a webinar with me and maybe you saw my previous office, I was in my last house and every time I've moved, I've moved my office. I've had to use the space that I have differently. And so in my last space, I had my office in my front room. It had double doors on it, but my front room also was a bigger space and that's where my baby grand piano was. So that was in the background in my office. And sometimes I really loved that and sometimes not so much. I actually found that I played the piano less with my piano in my office than I used to, which was kind of a funny thing. But we hold on to what fits. We rearrange things. And that's what we do in grief too. After a loss, it's like we've moved into a new space. We've moved into a new space of life and we get to decide what are we holding on to? What fits? What doesn't fit? How are we going to rearrange things? And all of that takes time and effort. The other thing that we do when we move is that we have an opportunity to let go of what was and embrace what is. Again, that takes time and effort. As I move into a new area of the country, I'm letting go of the responsibilities of my previous location. I'm letting go of previous roles that I filled in my previous place. And I'm embracing what is in my new place. And that doesn't always look clean and that doesn't always look easy. And a lot of times that's really, really painful. It's really painful to let go of what was. We humans tend to want to hang on with a tight grip to what was. We don't want to let go of what was. That was comfortable. We liked it there. We don't want to embrace what is. 
We want to go back to what was. But just like in moving, in loss and grief, it asks us to get let go of what was. And this doesn't happen overnight. It happens a lot quicker when we move. But even in a move, I have found my experience has been, maybe your experience has been different, but my experience has been that most of the time it takes two years to really feel settled and grounded in a new space, in a new area, to build new relationships, to fully let go of what was and embrace what is. And it isn't that I ever let go of the people that I loved, that I moved, that I lived around in Florida or Texas or Utah or, or Kentucky or any of the places that I lived. I still love those people, but I miss that day-to-day interaction with them. I miss what was, and I have to let go of what was and create the new. It requires growth. It requires time. It requires space and effort. And so we allow the transition from who we were to who we are becoming. How are you allowing the transition from who you were before your loss to who you are becoming? And when I say who you are becoming, who you are growing into as you assimilate your loss and grief experience. The other thing that I've noticed is exhaustion. I have just felt very tired over the last three, four weeks, probably two months, just all the upheaval and the changes. And it's not because of the physical exertion, although I'm sure that's a small part of it. But a bigger part of that is because of the emotional exertion, the emotional exertion of letting go of what was, embracing what is, getting rid of what doesn't serve me, holding on to what fits and rearranging things, taking the time and making the space to put in the work of a move. It's no different with grief. Grief comes with exhaustion, and it's not because of physical exertion, but it's because of emotional exertion. It's because of the emotional toll it takes on our being to take the time, make the space for grief, to get rid of old beliefs, old patterns that no longer serve us in this new experience. Hold on to what fits. Let go of what was. Embrace what is. And allow the transition from who you were to who you are becoming. It's work. And emotional work takes energy. And it's just as exhausting as physical work, if not more so. 
Thanks for being here today and listening to my experience and my parallels that I woke up understanding about the parallels between moving and grief. I am truly humbled by the thousands of downloads of this podcast. I want to thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting my efforts to bring hope to the world of grief. And if you're listening on Apple Podcast or another app that allows you to leave a review, if you would be so kind to leave a review, I would truly appreciate it. And it will bless others as it helps them find hope in the darkness, hope in the grief. Thanks for being here. I love you. Remember, I believe in you. Bye.